0: Good morning the meeting will come to order this is the february 26 2024 rules committee meeting i'm supervisor hillary ronan chair of the committee i'm joined by committee vice chair shimon walton and uh, hope to be joined soon by committee member supervisor safai welcome supervisor dean preston who's joining us for item one our clerk is victor young and i would like to thank jim smith and james kawana from sfgov tv for staffing this meeting mr do you have any announcements?
1: Yes, public comment will be taken on each item on this agenda. When your item of interest comes up and public comment is called, please line up to speak on your right. Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to myself, the Rules Committee Clerk, at victor.young@sfgov.org. at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via email, it will be forwarded to the supervisors and also included as part of the official file. You may also send written comments via U.S. mail to our office in City Hall, 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodall Place, room 244, San Francisco, California, 94102. Please be sure to silence all cell phones and electronic devices. Documents to be included as part of the file should be submitted to the clerk. Items acted upon today are expected to appear on the Board of Supervisors' Agenda on March 5, 2024, unless otherwise stated. Uh, that completes my initial announcement.
0: Thank you so much. And can you please read item number one?
1: Yes, item number one is a hearing to consider appointing six members, terms ending December 16, 2024, to the Market and Octavia Community Advisory Committee.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, I just want to um, make an announcement that today for each of the applicants, you'll have about two minutes to um, present your qualifications and interests in the seat. Uh, but before we call the applicants forward, I wanted to give supervisor Preston an opportunity to make some opening remarks.
2: Thank you, chair run. Thank you for agendizing this. And I think I will uh, reserve comments till after we hear from the various applicants. I do just want to note, we've had a a large number of applicants and very much appreciate all the interest in folks uh, in the community serving on this uh, advisory committee.
0: Wonderful. Thank, thank you so much. Sorry about that. Then we can't wait to hear from you all. So I'm going to call you up in the order that you're listed on the agenda. And so we'll hear first from Jesus Guillen, who is applying for seat one. Good morning.
3: Good morning, Supervisors. Notice uh, oh, a little bit. <laughs> oh,
1: my apologies before we start. Uh, I'd just like to note if you possibly all the speakers try to keep your comments down to two minutes, it would be appreciated. You'll hear a soft chime and a louder chime, but please, it's just a timer. Um, please sure. finish up your comments when you hear those chimes.
3: Thank you. Sure. Uh, my name is Jesus Yen. Uh Thank you for having me here. I'm an activist and advocate that I've been here in San Francisco for since 1990. Uh, I think one of the most important things for me is representing. I have seen you around guys in different events. And I like to think that I represent the Latinos, Latinx community, the immigrants, the people living with disabilities, uh, you know, HIV long-term survivors, LGBTQ. I think I have a bunch of things that hopefully I can listen to my communities and really try to represent in the areas of housing. I've been living in the neighborhood for 20 years or so, and, um, you know, I am there thanks to rent control, and if so many of us right here, we will not be fighting for these things, we will not be in this city. So, hopefully, you just take in consideration my work uh, that I've been part of the LTCC, uh, the HIV Planning Commission, etc etc Thank you very much, guys. Uh, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much and I just want to say it's been such a pleasure working with you, ASUS, over the years. (laughs) Um, Next, calling up Leah Culver to seat one. Hello, good morning.
1: I would just like to note that um, I've been in contact with Ms. Culver. and I believe that the seat listed on the agenda uh, uh, is incorrect and it should be seat two, according to her qualifications.
0: Is that, is, is that your yes, understanding Yes, that as is well? true.
4: Good morning. Um, I'm Leah Culver. I'm actually a homeowner in, um, in the plan area um, rather than a renter, so I'm not eligible for seat one. Thank you for noting that. Um, I've lived in um, the area for, um, since 2018, um, and my background is in technology, which is somewhat relevant now with the Hayes Valley and mid-market neighborhoods. Um, And I left technology last year um, to become a stay-at-home mom. And I have been going out recently, walking around the neighborhood, have really sort of, it's sort of reinvigorated um, my passion for my local community, being able to go to the different local businesses, restaurants, and shops in the area. Um, I'd also like to note that I've been car-free for 12 years. My primary mode of transportation is mostly walking and biking, um, though I took the Muni here this morning. Um, And so I know that one of the stated goals of the plan is to be an advocate for active transportation, which is what I would primarily look to do. Um, So both look at revitalizing local businesses and then being an advocate for a more active form of transportation within the city. Um, So thank you again for your consideration. I'm very flattered to be here, so thank you so much. Thank you
0: so much, thanks for applying. Next, we have David Robinson, who's applying for C2.
5: Good morning, supervisors. Mr. Young, thank you for having me here today. My name is David Robinson, and I own a home on 233 Page Street, just a few doors up the uh, hill from Octavia Boulevard. Thank you for reviewing my application to serve on the uh, committee representing the Hayes Valley neighborhood. I was proposed to this committee a year or so ago by longtime uh, committee member Robin Levitt, who is a a dear friend and neighbor of mine, and was a a mayoral uh, appointment to the committee. During this time, I actually attended a few of the meetings as a concerned resident and citizen. I'm also a member of the board of the Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association. And uh, as of last week's annual meeting, in fact, Dean, you may not know this yet, but I was uh, elected to serve as president for this upcoming new term. As you can imagine, I'm very active in the community and the neighborhood, not only with the association, but uh, assisting Friends of the Urban Forest in planting trees, uh, with the Refuse 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 and Civic Joys initiative on cleaning the streets. I'm one of the co-captains on our Saturday morning cleanups in Hayes Valley. Um, and uh, even pitching into clean-clogged storm drains, uh, most recently as this last Tuesday during our deluge. I also assist with Court Watch Initiative at the Hall of Justice, and in my spare time, I work for guest services at Oracle Park for the Giants. My career spanned over 35 years as a general manager in the private club industry. Most recently, I was general manager at the San Francisco Yacht Club in Belvedere. I am now semi-retired and working as a consultant and executive recruiter in my industry. My years of management, particularly with volunteer organizations like private clubs, provides me with the skills and experience in volunteer organization and governance. As HVNA president and an active and concerned resident of our neighborhood, I'm looking forward to offering my experience and energy to the committee. The Hayes Valley neighborhood is uh, actually represented by three supervisors within our boundaries, Supervisors Preston, Dorsey, and Mandelman. And I hope, I hope to have all of them uh, support me in this new uh, effort. And with that, I thank you, and I look forward to your decision.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for applying. Next, we'll hear from Michael Rooney for seat two.
6: Good morning, Supervisors of the Rural Committee. Thank you so much for having us here today. I'm Michael Rooney, a homeowner uh, applying for C2 of the Market and Tavia Community Advisory Committee. I love my neighborhood. It's a really diverse intersection of different communities coming together in an interesting way. As a millennial and first-time homeowner of about six years, I have a vested long-term interest in the development and continued growth of the plan area. I'm an active volunteer with the friends of the urban forest uh, spur and participate in various planning and transportation advocacy groups within the city of San Francisco. I'm also a licensed civil engineer and have worked in construction management with SFO and Bart in the past as an MBA holder. I have previously consulted for public agencies on the development and implementation of their capital plans and I'm very excited about the impact that urban planning initiatives can have on the growth of communities and our city at large. I've not previously served on any boards or commissions within the city of San Francisco but I believe it is important to represent younger voices in the future growth of our neighborhoods as a community representative on the market and Octavia CAC I believe I would be able to help support the implementation of proposed urban infrastructure improvements the continued and robust development of underutilized properties in the neighborhood and provide citizens oversight of capital planning for the community I'm keen to work with the planning department on the on bringing new energy and opportunities to the plan area, and thank you guys very much for considering my application to serve my community. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Um, next, we'll be hearing from Natalie Burdick for seats applying for seats two and six. Hello, good morning
7: good morning supervisors thank you for this opportunity to speak to you my name is Natalie Burdick and I've been living in the um, plan area since 2012 and the reason I'm joining uh, or applying for the position is I've been a longtime advocate for safer streets as a uh, a staff member at Walk San Francisco. I'm also currently on the Lower Haight Merchant and Neighborhood Association, so I understand the need to make sure that our businesses, especially our small local businesses, are thriving and successful, and that comes when you have a really good uh, urban plan and design that's implemented to support all of the constituents. Um, And like many of the folks here, I appreciate the opportunity to be considered for this role. Um, I've also spent the last Well, let's see. Since 2016, doing a lot of volunteering and organizing in addition to my actual day job. Um, So I know the importance of making sure there's consensus and making sure lots of voices are at the table to bring forward the best solutions that are possible. So very excited for the opportunity to serve either on seat two or six. The application apparently applied to both. Um, So whichever uh, is best uh, helpful for the CAC. And thank you for your time this morning.
0: Thank you so much. Next, we will hear from Madeline Howie, who, who applied for seats three and six. Is Madeline here? Mm, doesn't look like it. So we will next hear from Adam. Adam. She's here, who applied for seat four, not here. Um, is Nicholas Parker here, who applied for seat four? Wonderful, thank you.
8: Hello, um, my name is Nicholas Parker, and I appreciate the opportunity to come here and apply for this position on the uh, advisory committee. Um, I am a uh, business owner. I own the Mercury Cafe in Hayes Valley, which is at the corner of Octavia and Page Street. Uh, I have owned this bu- uh, business for the last 15 years. Um, actually, the Anniversary date is coming up on uh, March 16th. And uh, I have uh, been a member of that community, feel very strongly attached to it. Uh, we have hosted um, various events at our, at our cafe, which includes, um, let's see, fundraisers for KPOO. Um, we've had meet and greets with uh, local politicians. We've had um, other uh, nonprofits who come in and have had their own uh, uh, fundraisers, uh, and um, we feel very strongly committed to the neighborhood, and part of the reason why I wish to be on this board is to be sure that you know, this commitment extends itself to a more of a policy-generated, um, uh, or um, <laughs> pardon me, I'm not very good at this, but in any event, uh, I do uh, look forward to the decision of whatever the board has, and I also appreciate the opportunity to make this, uh, a, um, to make this opportunity available to me. And um, I look forward to whatever decision may come down. And uh, I thank you all for your time.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for applying. Next, we'll hear from Sasha Ortega for seat five.
9: Hello, thanks for having me. Um, My name is Sasha Ortega. I've lived in Hayes Valley since 2011 um, in the city about 28 or 29 years. And over that time I've served on the board and volunteered for numerous nonprofits, including the League of Women Voters, the Bicycle Coalition. Um, Over the past 10 plus years, almost 15, I've been active in Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association. I was on the board in past years and I volunteer when I'm able. Um, I'm a renter in the neighborhood and I am very passionate about um, pedestrian rights, bicycle rights, um, and active transportation and keeping our streets safe for everybody
0: to use them. So, thanks for hearing from me. And last but certainly not least, Andrew Signer for seat five. That's right, seat six. Gosh.
10: Hi, my name is Andrew Signer. Um, I've been a resident of San Francisco about 20 years, Hayes Valley for about eight years. Um, Really, two main interests in wanting to work on this committee. Uh, One is helping the city with its Transit First uh, Vision Zero goals, the other is affordable housing. On the Transit First Vision Zero side, I've been working with the Hayes Valley Neighbors Association and uh, Supervisor Preston's office for the last four years to establish the Hayes Street Shared Space creating a pedestrianized uh, space on the Hay Street Merchant Corridor. Fast forward to today, I'm now Vice President of the Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association. I'm the permit holder on the Hay Street Shared Space, and I've created a website called carfreehayes.org with a petition. I've got 1,600 people that have signed it so far, um, working towards a fully pedestrianized 24-7 uh, Hay Street, whatever that might look like. Um, On the affordable housing side, I've been working with a group called Hayes Valley for All. Some of them are in this room today uh, to push for development of affordable housing in Hayes Valley. I think you can't think about uh, housing in the plan area without thinking about it in the context of uh, redevelopment in the 50s and 60s. I don't pretend that this committee can solve those problems, but it can definitely push things in in the right direction. Um, And uh, so um, pushing for... Turning parcel K, also known as Proxy, a former freeway parcel, into affordable housing. It's been sitting there for 20 years since the freeway came down. I myself live on a former uh, freeway parcel, parcel H. I bought a condo there eight years ago, um, and the only reason I could is because uh, you know I worked in uh, exactly the right company at the, exactly the right time. That's too high a bar uh, to be able to uh, buy a home in this area. People that live in and work in an area should be able to. to own a home there. Uh, housing's a human right um, and I hope we can move things in that direction. I really appreciate your time. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Wow, this is an impressive uh, group of candidates. Um, before we, oh do you want Sorry. to make comments or hear public comment first? Public comment first? Okay. Uh, Mr. Clerk, can we please open this item up for public comment?
1: Uh, yes, members of the public who wish to speak on this item should line up to speak at this time. Each speaker will be allowed two minutes. There'll be a soft chime when you have 30 seconds left and a louder chime when your time has expired. If you'd like to make public comment, you can approach the podium at this time. There does not be, appear to be any public comment for this matter.
0: Okay, public comment is now closed. Supervisor Preston.
2: Thank you, Chair Ronan, and thank you again for uh, agendizing this. I know there's a lot going on. Um, and I just want to say, and I think you see this in the... Um, incredible um, array of folks who are seeking to serve in this volunteer capacity um, that this neighborhood has a lot of folks who are very committed to the neighborhood and if you've been to Hayes Valley recently you see one of the most resilient neighborhoods coming out of the pandemic and really uh, thriving despite you know some ongoing challenges obviously that we're all working on together but I just want to thank uh, everyone who is applying, took the time to come here, um, and folks who have been serving. I noticed um, uh, Madeline Howie, for example, was not here to speak but has been serving and is seeking reappointment, and has been doing really good work um, on the committee. So I, I wanted to offer some some remarks and uh, and recommendations uh, to the committee. Um, I, I want to underscore that this um, CAC has and I think can continue to play a really uh, important role in determining the direction of uh, this neighborhood, um, especially around development um, and transportation issues, which a lot of the applicants spoke to in their comments. Uh, And the CAC really helps provide both oversight on community improvement funding and where those funds should be directed um, and on gr- on the ground insight into uh, what matters to the residents who who live within the boundaries of the area plan. My office has spent a considerable amount of time speaking with many interested and qualified neighbors for these positions uh, as we did uh, a couple years ago as well. I uh, appreciate the interest as I mentioned from all the candidates who have applied and the level of community activism and involvement Um, What was important among other things to our office um, and something we discussed with uh, the candidates that did reach out uh, to our office about their interest in serving um, really is that they will uh, represent some of the progressive values on the CAC um, and further commitments that were made As the uh, really long-standing commitments as part of the uh, Market Octavia area plan. This is an area, obviously, where the freeway once stood, where there have been promises to the community uh, around affordability in particular um, and that we want to see those uh, achieved. A lot of it's been done uh, and there's still a lot of work to do. Um, In particular, it's a priority for our office to make good on the decades-long promise to bring affordable housing. Uh, two formal Central Freeway parcels where it has been promised. Uh, and to continue to push for open space in the form of our shared streets uh, program on Hayes Street uh, that Mr. Segener spoke to and that others uh, spoke to and that really has been something the community has come together around and that's especially important now as the MTA is currently studying potentially making that temporary activation uh, permanent on Hayes Street and that's an active discussion uh, with the community uh, and with the CAC. So. Uh, Whether selected by the committee and the board or not, I just want to urge all candidates to remain engaged in Market Octavia issues, as many of you have been for years, Um, and please stay in contact with our office and with the CAC members, because I know all the folks serving on the CAC, whether appointed by the board or the mayor, um, are receptive to um, working with, with community members. Um, so I want to speak briefly to to the candidates that my office is urging the committee to support today. Um, again, there are many very highly qualified people for uh, a number of these seats, um, so these decisions were not uh, always easy. They are obviously ultimately up to the, the board uh, and this committee, but uh, for our part, we want to emphasize the following folks who have uh, engaged proactively with our office in advance of this hearing uh, and who we think are uh, uniquely positioned to serve on this CAC. Uh, first, for seat one, uh, Jesus Guillen- Um, who you heard from and I will say some of these folks who spoke are very humble so I'm gonna say a word or two about uh, each of them because all these folks are very accomplished. Uh, Jesus is a longtime renter in Hayes Valley as he mentioned, an HIV survivor, health and wellness advocate uh, and formerly undocumented immigrant who will bring a powerful lens of diversity and, and inclusion to the CAC as he has done with all of his advocacy efforts on everything from health to housing uh, and immigration here in San Francisco. Um, Natalie Burdick, seat number two, um, a 12 or more than 12 year resident board member of the Lower Haight Merchants and Neighbors Association, as she mentioned, uh, former Walk SF uh, employee and current advocate for green energy with the Low Carbon Fuels Coalition. Uh, Madeline Howey, seat three, uh, who was not able to be here but provided written materials and as I mentioned has been serving uh, a queer biracial artist, a teacher of burlesque and dance at the African American Art and Culture Complex uh, and volunteer with the Shared Spaces Program and uh, Hayes Valley Artworks. Uh, Nick Parker, who uh, spoke, uh, who is really an incredible small business leader in Hayes Valley. I have marked my calendar. Mr. Parker, based on, I think you said, March 16th. So I assume that's an invitation to everyone to that anniversary. Um, But uh, he has run the beloved uh, Mercury Cafe for 15 years um, and uh, is also on the steering committee of uh, the organization Small Business Forward, uh, doing advocacy for small businesses, not just in the Hayes Valley area, but across the city. Sasha Ortega for seat number five. Um, A longtime neighborhood advocate, um, as she mentioned, former board member of the Hayes Valley Neighborhood Association, active participant in the HVNA's transportation and and land use committee, uh, and uh, champion of bicycle safety um, and safe streets. And last, but definitely not least, uh, Andrew uh, Segner, who who you heard from, um, board member of HVNA, co-founder of Hayes Valley for all, um, and he has really taken uh, the leadership and taken the baton on on the Hayes Valley shared spaces in uh, keeping that up and running when MTA was looking at potentially dismantling it. I very much appreciate his leadership um, on that, as well as his leadership on envisioning what a permanent uh, car-free space on that block of Hayes Street uh, in a neighborhood that has lacked uh, open space other than Patricia's Green um, and, and he's really been leading the way on what, uh, what we could do to really transform that street. So I think this uh, composition of folks that we're recommending really brings a very diverse set of backgrounds Um, and perspectives, years of experience, as well as some folks with newer perspectives that will benefit the CAC um, and a renewed energy to make this body an even stronger voice that both represents and carries forward a a bold agenda for uh, the Market Octavia area and the Hayes Valley neighborhood. Um, and I'd also be remiss if I didn't also acknowledge and thank the folks, the mayoral appointees on here. I think this is certainly a body where both the supervisor appointees and the mayoral appointees have worked very collaboratively together. Um, and that includes Ted Olson, Robin Levitt, and uh, uh, Tony uh, Tolentino. So I wanted to thank them um, and talk. I hope the mayor will, at some point, move forward with their with their reappointment. I think they've been serving their terms have expired, but they're serving on an ongoing basis. So, I want to thank them for their service. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Supervisor Pre- Preston, Supervisor Walton.
11: Thank you, Chair Ronan. I just want to reiterate the thanks for everyone who applied. Obviously, there are more qualified candidates than we have available seats, but just want to appreciate everyone for wanting to step up and serve. In your community, and I'd like to make a motion to move forward the six candidates named by Supervisor Preston with the positive recommendation to the full board.
0: Thank you, and I, I also just wanted to reiterate um, uh, Supervisor Walton and I have the unenviable position every single appointment when there's more candidates, which is amazing to have more candidates than seats, it just shows how much. Uh, our residents are engaged um, in, in our city. Uh, it's so hard to, to, to make these choices, and um, we just really want to encourage you all to continue uh, to be engaged and also to look into other options too. I know this is your neighborhood, so <laughs> the, the particular interest in your neighborhood makes sense, but we have many, many bodies um, on the city, and this was just such an impressive group of applicants and so um, I really do hope that you look on the on the board's website and available uh, seats and bodies uh, to serve and consider applying to other bodies uh, as well Um, and with that uh, can we have a roll call vote on Supervisor Walton's motion and I can repeat the yes okay
1: yes on the motion uh, there's a move by by Vice Chair Walton to appoint Jesus Gillian to seat one, Natalie Burdick to seat two, Madeline Howie to seat three, Nicholas Parker to seat four, Sasha Otega to seat five, and Andrew Signer to seat six. On that motion, Vice Chair Walton. Aye. Walton, aye. Supervisor Safi absent. Chair Ronan. Aye. Ronan, aye. The motion passes without objection with Supervisor Safai, Safai being absent.
0: Uh, that motion carries. Thank you so much. Thank you, Supervisor Preston, and thank you again to all the applicants. Uh, Mr. Clerk, can you please read item number two?
1: Yes, item number two is a hearing to consider appointing eight members, terms ending March 17, 2027, to the Veterans Affairs Commission. i just like to note we have two withdrawals from uh, the list of applicants. Douglas uh, Bullard and William Barnacle have withdrawn their applications.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, very similarly, um, we're gonna call up each uh, applicant in the order that they're listed. And uh, if you can keep your comments to two minutes, that would be much appreciated. And we'll start with Jenny Perez uh, Perez for seat one. Hello. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Uh, esteemed
12: supervisors and attendees my name is Jenny Perez today I present my candidacy for Commissioner seat one uh, motivated by my extensive involvement in Veterans Affairs and my connection to our community as a spouse and caregiver of a Purple Heart recipient I've experienced firsthand the unique challenges and contributions to our of our veteran families inspiring my dedication to their support my professional background spans significant roles in risk management, governance, and compliance with organizations such as Union Bank, Visa, Wells Fargo, and Kaiser. As a Northern California regional leader for Serve, I've spearheaded initiatives to integrate veterans into the workplace here in San Francisco. In the last two years, I've helped organize horsemanship events at the Presidio Riding Club, And I'm honored to be recently named an executor for a nonprofit offering sailing activities in the bay. While our commissioners excel in their roles, if appointed, I propose to further enhance our board's visibility within our districts. My aim is to also elevate the voices of spouses, children, family, and friends who support their veterans, introducing a fresh perspective to acknowledge a veteran's need and contributions. I'm eager to leverage my expertise and insight in service to our veterans and their families. I look forward to the opportunity to make a meaningful impact within our commission and our city. Thank you.:
0: Thank you so much, and thank you for your service. Next we have Daria Kutovaya. Hello, good morning.:
13: Hello. My name is Dario Cotavaya, and I'm applying for seats one and two. Um, As a first first first-generation immigrant, I understand the challenges and opportunities that many new uh, residents of San Francisco may face. Uh, My experience navigating the complexities of immigration system and living undocumented for eight years allows me to emphasize and advocate for the needs of immigrant communities in the city. Having experienced homelessness myself, I am keenly aware of struggles that many San Francisco face in uh, finding stable and affordable housing. My husband, a 100% service-connected disabled veteran and formerly homeless Army veteran, shares my experience. As a woman in tech industry and a veteran, I have broken through barriers of male-dominated field and I have proven my ability to excel in various roles, including as a software engineer, product architect, power generation specialist, and entrepreneur. In my spare time, I work with veteran-owned nonprofits and businesses to help them find veterans to serve. My efforts in determination in these areas demonstrates commitment to promoting veteran success. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you
0: so much and thank you for your service. Next, we have Deborah Dacumas for seats two, four, th- and four through eight. Is she here today? Oh, come on, come, come on forward. Thank you so much. <laughs> we have a representative from the Veteran Affairs Commission um, to present on a couple of people who are absent today. Yes, thank Go you, right supervisors.
14: Ahead. So I'm here as to represent for Deborah Dakumas. She's served on the Veterans Affairs Commission since 2011. She's a retired Army nurse after serving uh, 30 years as an Army nurse. Um, she just brings a great um, energy to the commission. Um, she represents the commission very well. She's very dedicated to helping veterans, especially with, um, uh, in mental health struggles and, and you know, just healthcare in general. Um, she has been a great um, connection for the commission to Fleet Week activities throughout the city. And just overall, Deborah, just like I said, she just is a great um, uh, uh, influence and uh, just really a very committed and um, helpful presence.
0: Thank you so much. Can you just um, state your name and position? Oh, I'm
14: Mary Murphy. I'm the Commission Secretary.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ms. Murphy. Um, Next, we have um, Jason Reisenweber for seats three, four, through eight. Hello. Good morning.
15: Good morning, esteemed supervisors and Mr. Young. My name is John Reisenweber. I am a combat Vietnam vet, Purple Heart, and 100% disabled. Um, if I succeed to be appointed on the the Veterans Commission, I bring a wealth of experience as I was for 25 plus years uh, an executive at Ford Motor Company, worldwide in parts service. I also bring the experience of being a veteran in crisis. Six years ago, uh, my PTSD and other ills um, led me to the point where I was about to pull the plug. And it was the intervention of a county employee, John Gallagher, who works over at Two-Golf Street, who got me plugged into the services that are available, which brings me to the reason I want to be on the Veterans Committee. I would like to make sure that the awareness of services available gets out to the veteran community. That would be my main purpose. Now, for the last three years, I have been working as a volunteer, in fact, an ambassador for a nonprofit uh, PGA Hope program, where we go out and serve with VSOs. In fact, I worked with the santa or the San Mateo uh, Veterans Commission, and we ended up winning the uh, outstanding Association. Uh, of the year last year. Um, I also would like to make sure that we bring the needs and requirements of the veteran community to the associated government, local, state, and federal. Um, I hear the bell. Thank you for your time, I appreciate the opportunity.
0: Really appreciate you so much, thank you. And I'm sorry, I called, you, I, 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 I called you by the wrong name. It's, it's John and I, I, I switched names. So let me go back one to Jason Chittivong, who I believe Ms. Murphy is going to represent as well. So sorry about that.
14: Thank you, Supervisor. So Jason Chittivong, is currently serving as the uh, Veterans Affairs Commission president. He was just elected by his fellow members last in January. Uh, Jason has served on the commission since 2021, so he hasn't completed one term yet. And he is again just a very um, excellent he sh- excellent leadership skills, dedication. He's committed to veterans' uh, justice. Uh, he does work at the best Veterans Justice Court. He um, is just very dedicated, very hardworking, um, and just, again, another. he represents the commission very well. And as I said, he's two months into serving as president and just doing a great job. So that's what I can say about Jason. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Ms. Murphy. Um, next, we will hear from Tom Manchin. Hi, good morning.
16: Good morning. Thank you, supervisors. I bring over two decades of dedicated service within the US Army where I held roles that span from strategic advisor to operational commander. My journey in the military has been more than a career. It's been a profound personal commitment to leadership, service, and innovation. And it is my hope to continue this commitment within the Veteran Affairs Commission. I've advocated for veterans and military affairs at the highest levels, including advising members of Congress, therefore, gaining insights into the legislative framework that supports our veterans. Whether through direct leadership of over 500 Army soldiers, or by developing comprehensive training and risk management strategies, my focus has always been on fostering environments where leadership, integrity, and teamwork can flourish. As a member of the Veteran Affairs Commission, I aim to leverage my extensive military and legislative experience to advocate for and support our veterans in San Francisco. Together, we can build on the Commission's achievements, identify new opportunities for improvement, and make San Francisco a model city for veteran support and integration. As an LGBTQ veteran who served 10 years under Don't Ask, Don't Tell, I'm committed to actively advocating for the LGBTQ community, ensuring they receive the representation and resources they so critically need. Collaboration with the city, veteran service organizations, the VA, and nonprofits will be instrumental in providing our veterans the opportunity they deserve. Some of the areas I would seek collaboration community and integration, fostering a sense of community and belonging among our veterans, inclusive support services, advocating for the development of services tailored to the needs of LGBTQ veterans, employment and education, promoting programs that facilitate veteran transition into civilian employment with emphasis on career development opportunities that respect the diversity of our veteran community. Thank you for considering my request to be a commissioner on the Veteran Affairs Committee. I'm eager to bring my leadership experience and passion for veterans' welfare to the commission. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Wow, you are also inspiring. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm being very, I'm very moved so far. Thank you. Um, next, we'll hear from Hanley Chan.
17: Good morning, supervisors. Uh, My name is Hanley Chan. I'm born and raised in San Francisco. I went to all the schools in San Francisco. Got my A.A. in City College of San Francisco. Got my BA in uh, New College of California that's located in San Francisco. Uh, Rest in in peace to my mentor, um, the legendary Harry Britt. Uh, Love you, man. Uh, During my tenure in the commission, uh, being from my initial appointment, our collective efforts have significantly impacted the veterans community over a five-year span when i was in the commission we championed five pivotal laws underscoring our dedication to empowering and amplifying the voices of our veterans my personal commitment to enhancing veterans mental health has led me to advocate for initiatives as granting veterans free access to our beautiful parks uh, sites like Japanese Tea Garden, Botanic Garden, and Conservatory of Flowers. One of my new things that I'm working on in collaboration with uh, Supervisor Melgar, we are striving to create more inclusive opportunities for minority, minorities and veteran-owned business, uh, small businesses by prioritizing them to city contract bids. Last year, uh, despite a setback when we couldn't secure enough support for our commission to urge the Board of Supervisors for a resolution backing SB 58. A bipartisan bill championed by our Senator uh, Scott Weiner aimed at decriminalization of psychedelics to add to aid veterans in struggles with PTSD and other mental illness. Our resolve remains strong. Hopefully this year we'll do it again. Uh, along aligning with commissioners who share and promote our values of San Francisco is paramount to our mission. Today we've made substantial strides in advocating for implementing changes directly, benefiting our veterans. That's why I'm supporting Prince Jordan, Bill Barnacle, Douglas Bowler, D- Daria Cavalte, Um Jenny Perez, John Winsenberg, Chris Scott, and uh, Mitch Weller. And we need a lawyer in this commission. Mitch Weller is a lawyer. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Um, next, we'll hear from Jims- James Boatman. No,
18: you can okay. speak, either one. Uh, hello, supervisors. Um, my name is James. I'm here to apply for a seat on the commission here in the city of San Francisco. Um, I'm prior military. I did six years active in the Coast Guard. Three years of that uh, was here in the Bay. Um, I was honorably discharged in 2017 where I started attending City College. And I started working at the Veteran Resources Lounge there. Um, after two years, I transferred to USF where I completed my bachelor's. I started working at Swords to Plowshares as an intensive clinical case manager where I helped veterans who had housing stability issues develop independent living skills to navigate everyday life. From that that position, I was promoted to program manager where I developed a community center for veterans here in San Francisco from the ground up. Uh, In total, from June of last year, that community center has assisted veterans with service over 7,000 times. I have direct experience in the issues that veterans face from academic issues of student veterans to the reality that our homeless veterans experience every day on the streets of the city. Uh, What I hope for for is that this appointment will afford me the opportunity to take my experience and perspective to the macro level. The perspective and knowledge I possess was built from interacting with veterans from all social levels and is continually developed every day. The purpose of this commission is to advise the mayor on things that may impact the veteran population. My previous and current role allows me to understand the intricacies of veteran care. This is an opportunity for me to be the speaker for those who may not have the ability to voice their concerns and needs in a way that can impact the very systems of care that designed to support them. What I hope to accomplish, I am already completing. I help individuals every day. Uh, what this appointment will allow me to do is continue what I've been doing at a larger level. Thank you for your time.
0: Thank you so much. Um, Next we will be hearing from um, Megan Joy Marie O'Leary.
19: Good morning and thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here here today. My name is Megan O'Leary and I'm an attorney at Swords to Plowshares. I started at swords in 2019 after graduating from UC law SF, formerly UC Hastings. I began as a legal fellow where my project focused on justice involved veterans. I worked closely with the cover pod at San Francisco County Jail and the veterans justice court. It was during that time that I developed an expertise in the unique problems faced by justice involved veterans, such as stigmatization, substance abuse and reintegration into society. In my role as a staff attorney at Swords to Plowshares, I continue to focus on this population and have gone outside the city limits and met with incarcerated veterans at San Quentin and CTF Soledad. I've assisted hundreds of San Francisco veterans over the last four years with a multitude of legal issues, including applying for benefits with the Department of of Veterans Affairs, obtaining military discharge upgrades with the Department of Defense, and navigating the intricacies of these bureaucratic agencies. I've obtained nearly $2 million in retroactive and ongoing monthly income payments from the VA. In many cases, without the assistance of legal counsel, deserving veterans would be left without access to the benefits they've earned through their service to our country. While I'm not a veteran, I am the daughter of a Vietnam-era Marine Corps veteran and the partner of a recent-era Navy vet. Therefore, I believe my experience as advocate, daughter, and partner is unique and that I have seen firsthand how the wounds of war impact veterans and their families. By working with the Veterans Affairs Commission, it is my hope to continue to use my knowledge and experience to further assist veterans in my home city. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Next, we're going to hear from Mitchell Ryan Weller.
20: Hello, and thank you for having me. I think one of the strongest signs of a good leader is a person who takes a position under protest. Many of us that have applied today do not actually want to be here. We're here because we see things that are broken, and we know how to fix them, and we know that we can't do that from outside of the system. Several of the people that you have heard from or will hear from today or people I've worked with personally on different projects who did not want to have to be involved in governance or government because it gets in the way of actually getting progress done. Me, myself, I have been a tech entrepreneur. I built up companies with over a quarter billion dollars in valuation, uh, multiple. I have four jobs now, uh, pretty much all of them. I'm an attorney and also you know managing operations, marketing, all these different things, doing outreach. On top of all of that, I work with basically any veteran that comes across my desk to help them with pretty much any issue, and I will spend the time looking up whatever the laws are and figuring out how to fix the issues. I have fought directly against the Department of Defense, where they've actually threatened to deport my wife for requesting a certification of her service to get citizenship. They threatened her with deportation because they didn't want to know the laws and do the things they were required to do. So I don't really want to be here. However, the thing that has given me a lot of hope is that many of the people that I've spoken with and worked with, uh, just to name a few, Daria, obviously my wife, um, Christopher Scott, um, I've also had the chance to work with John um, regarding PGA Hope. Um, All of us have taken up the mantle that John Gallagher has set at County Veteran Services and I can say pretty conclusively that almost every one of us was inspired directly by that man and we've all sought to emulate him in every single area that we possibly could. That's the reason why we're all here today. That's the reason why I'm here today. If I don't get selected, I'm still gonna be helping these people, but I just wanted you to meet me today, if I could. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Next, we'll hear from Prince Kelly Jordan.
21: Good morning. My name is Prince Jordan, uh, a proud Navy veteran, and born and raised here in San Francisco. I am proud to be considered as a candidate for this commission. Um, I believe my qualifications uniquely position me as the ideal candidate uh, for seats four through eight on the commission. Having served our nation with unwavering honor and dedication, I possess a profound understanding of the distinct challenges faced by our veterans here. As a resident of San Francisco, I am acutely aware of the specific needs of our local veterans community. In my addition to my military service, I've been appointed as a local board member for the State of California for the United States Selective Service System by President Biden and Governor Newsom. This appointment reflects the trust placed in my leadership abilities and my commitment to public service. Furthermore, My involvement in veteran service organizations, nonprofits, and advocacy groups here in the Bay Area has allowed me to assist thousands of veterans of all walks of life in accessing their VA benefits and healthcare. This hands-on experience has provided me with invaluable insights into the challenges faced by our veterans and the existing gaps within our current system. If appointed, my goals are clear. I'm resolutely committed to addressing homelessness among veterans, ensuring secure housing for those who have served our country. Additionally, I recognize the urgent need for expanded mental health and substance abuse treatment services. By forging strong partnerships with the city, nonprofit organizations, and subsidiaries, I aim to tackle the pressure or the pressing issues of food insecurity within our veterans' population. Thank you, guys.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, and last but not least, Stephen Martin Pinto, who doesn't is not here. Okay, great. Um, before we make comments, can we open this item up for public comment? Oh yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I skip you? I am so, so sorry. Please come up, Christopher Mark Scott. I am so sorry. It's, it's, mon- it's my first thing on Monday. Please. Uh- <laughs> no worries. No worries. Excuse me.
22: Uh, good morning, supervisors and attendees. Uh, I was born in Jamaica to a Jamaican father and a Chinese mother. Soon after, I moved to the US and grew up in a terrible neighborhood in Broward County, Florida. At an early age, I witnessed many of my friends get arrested, robbed, or killed. To survive, I ended up dealing drugs and learning how to fight. My mother saw me as a disappointment, not knowing I was desperate for a better way of life. At 18, I joined the, Uni- the United States Navy as a logistics specialist, having served five years. On board the USS Carl Vinson, I became well-traveled and learned how to operate effectively in challenging environments with diverse personalities to accomplish any mission. Honorably discharged, I went to San Francisco State University and earned my bachelor's degree in communications. This made it possible to build rapport with many veterans from San Diego to San Francisco. I've personally been able to guide and lead many in the post-military transition process helping them obtain disability benefits, enrollment in school with their GI Bill and disability benefits, discharge of their student debts, and buying homes. I'm 100% service-connected disabled veteran living in the Tenderloin, working as a real estate agent, and I'm currently pursuing uh, joining the San Francisco Fire Department as a reservist. I look forward to helping the many veterans that are my neighbors and reinvent, uh, help them reinvent themselves like I did. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. My apologies again. Thank you. Um, Could we now open up this item for public comment, please?
1: Yes, members of the public who wish to speak on this item should line up to speak at this time. Each speaker will be allowed two minutes. There will be a soft chime when you have 30 seconds left and a louder chime when your time has expired. Can we have our first speaker?
23: Good morning, Supervisors. Good morning. Uh, my name is Bill Barnacle. I'm a Commissioner for Veterans Affairs for City County San Francisco and retired military with 30 years. I met Jenny Perez and her husband, Nick Rasnov, our current Vice President of the Vets Commission. About five years ago, they came to our commission asking for help, for our help, trying to go through the process of qualifying for a BMR uh, housing, but not once, but twice. The second time around, Jenny was very distraught about the process. I promised them that I would help him, and eventually they got their BMR. What they went through was a complete travesty. Nick was a combat veteran in Iraq and a Purple Heart recipient, and, they, and the way they were treated was poorly. I contacted my district force supervisor, Gordon Moore, which I'm, we are really indebted to him, that he took the initiative to help us work on the BMR program. He didn't make any promise to us, but he said, "Bill, that we're going to see what I can do." And being a supervisor that was somewhat out of his box and working on District 4 and our veterans because we don't have too many individuals that work with us. Our team, Jenny, Nick, and current president, Jason Chidovon, met with Gordon. Jenny organized the documents we needed and packets for all of us. Gordon took the challenge. We had approximately 40 plus meetings with the MOH, and Jenny had the determination, the motivation, and commitment to get this done. She kept our group together because I was getting very frustrated and I didn't know how the legislative process worked. Without her, we would not have completed our mission. She is, she is an exceptional individual. We need individuals like Jenny on the board. Yes, we finally passed legislation and it took us two and a half years to do it. Thank you, my friend, good friend, Jenny back there. So thanks, Jenny. You gotta give Jenny a hand. Uh, we passed legislation and the first time in 40 years in the commission that nothing has been done in our commission in 40 years. We passed, thanks to Gordon Moore once again, last three years, we passed major legislation for BMR uh, we passed, thanks to Hanley Chan, our commissioner, legislation for veterans to get uh, parks and rec free. And we passed another legislation when Alan, Alan Wong was here to get uh, our reservists full pay. So thank you, and I support uh, Jason Turnivan, Deborah DuComo.
1: Speaker, time has elapsed. My apologies.
23: Thank can, I, can I say three more? Sure. All right, thank you. Uh, Darla, Mitch, and Prince. Of course, Hanley Chan. Uh, and I just would like our group to get together because once again, 40 years, we got nothing done till the last three years. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
19: Next speaker.
23: Morning, esteemed
24: supervisors. You guys have a very difficult task on your hands. Uh, a lot of passionate veterans are here, ready to support and help the community. Uh, it's great to meet you guys. Uh, my name is Nicholas Rusinoff, Veterans Affairs Commissioner, Vice President. Uh, I'm here to speak today on behalf of Jason Chidavong, who's unable to be here because of a medical issue. Uh, What I want to say about Jason is um, I met this man in 2016. Uh, He was an influential leader in the veterans uh, uh, at uh, vets at San Francisco State University. Uh, He led the organization to develop a vet lounge. Uh, He also uh, then uh, committed himself to working in the veteran community. After school, he volunteered constantly at the Veterans Justice Court as a peer mentor and support support liaison. Uh, Once his uh, time uh, for progression had uh, come, he then uh, dedicated his career to working at the Veterans Affairs Commission as a Raider. Uh, This man has dedicated his time and his life to helping veterans uh, from the time he came home from war, where he served in the 1st Marine Division uh, that took Baghdad in 2001, uh, to his time today where he's working in the Veterans Affairs Commissioner as the president, uh, leading a solid team uh, dedicated to improving veterans in San Francisco, uh, to his personal career where he's helping uh, veterans attain their benefits Uh, by making sure that uh, they're rated appropriately. Um, I hope you uh, keep in mind that keeping him in this position is important for the cohesion of the Veterans Affairs Commission, Uh, and I testify to his leadership and to all the other candidates here today are doing an excellent job, and thank you for your time.
0: Thank you so much.
25: Good morning. My name
24: is Gary
11: Zabo. I am a San Francisco citizen, and I'm really only here to provide a character reference for Jenny Perez. Uh, I have known her for over a decade, and I would have to say that she's an organizational force to be reckoned with. I want to point out that you want her on your side. I know this from experience.
26: Thank you very much.
10: Thank you.
0: Hi. Good morning
26: morning my name is Raymond Gaddy um, I'm here to support James Boatman um, I've known him for about two years uh, I was homeless before and uh, um, I'm disabled and uh, uh, I could barely speak when I first met him and uh, he uh, uh, took the time to allow me to talk and uh, and then he was able to get my needs met and uh Now, I got a home I've been in for almost a year, and uh, um, uh, I'm doing way better because of him entering my life. And excuse me for being emotional, but uh, um, uh, I have some issues. But but he's an outstanding man, and he, he really reaches out to help veterans. Thank you for your time.
0: so much.
9: Good morning, my name is Jenna Ferrara, and I'm here to support Jenny Prez for the Veterans Commission. I am a social worker in San Francisco. I've been working with veterans who are justice-involved since 2011. And I met Jenny about four years ago. Um, she was volunteering uh, with Veterans Justice Court to have meals around the holidays for Veterans Justice Court participants, many whom many of whom are homeless, um, don't have a lot of support and community. Uh, and so Jenny helped to organize those events and support those veterans. And then for the past two years, I've been working with Jenny on these horsemanship. Uh, events, their monthly events at the Presidio Writing Club in Sausalito, where we get veterans out of the chaos of the city um, and engage them with equine therapy and a delicious barbecue that Jenny always organizes and cooks. Um, Jenny is kind and dedicated and extremely organized, and I support her for Veterans Affairs Commission. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
27: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> my name is Tess Kolicek. Um, I'm a veteran, and uh, I've known Jenny Pettis for 10 years. And uh, I'm a member of SoFi Veterans Group. SoFi is a San Francisco-based company. Uh, Jenny helped set up the same thing in my previous employer, Union Bank, uh, to see how many people that touched. And really brought out of the woodwork and showed the support that the organization was providing was uh, immensely beneficial. Uh, Jenny and her husband Nick have personally touched me, helping me bring me out of my shell, deal with my PTSD issues. Um, and I will say this about Jenny she's given us resources in our work with homeless people. My wife and I w- did a lot of work with homeless people, uh, and she taught us how to recognize the veterans and get them assistance. Um, I'm fully confident that she will be a tenacious member of this board in fighting for the rights of veterans and getting them the support and love that they need. Uh, She's touched me personally. I love her and I appreciate her for it and I know what she is able to do. She does, she doesn't talk, she does. And I love love that quality about her. I love her as a friend and I love what she will be able to do for the city of San Francisco and the veterans. Thank you very much.
28: Good morning. Uh, My name is Isaiah Ware. I am a multi-site property manager uh, in the city of San Francisco. Um, I am a real estate agent here in the Bay Area, um, and I'm involved with the 100 Black Men of the Bay Area and the NAACP. Um, I'm writing to express my wholehearted support for the following candidates for the San Francisco Veteran Affairs Commission. Uh, that is uh, Seat 1, Jenny. Seat 2, Daria. Uh, seat 3, John. Seat 4, Prince Jordan. Seat 5, Christopher Mark Scott. Uh, seat 6, Doug. Uh, seat 7, William. And Seat 8, Hanley. Um, Over the past four years, I have witnessed uh, the unwavering dedication um, and expertise of Prince Jordan and Hanley uh, within the veterans community. Uh, They have displayed unparalleled compassion and commitment while working with nonprofit organizations, uh, veteran veteran service groups, and uh, tirelessly securing housing and providing support for the hundreds of veterans in San Francisco. Um, Just a little background, about two to three summers ago I received a call from Prince Jordan and he let me know that there was thousands of veterans that were in need of housing support in San Francisco. Uh, so, with that initiative, I connected with Prince Hanley, his team, um, and with the work that I do within the housing industry and providing housing, um, I connected with those members. Um, These candidates now to help provide our veterans with houses in San Francisco. Um, So their unwavering dedication to representing and caring, uh, caring for their fellow veterans and military families is truly commendable. And so that's why I stand here in representation of those fallen candidates. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
29: Good morning, supervisors. My name is Serge Ostrovsky. I live and work in San Francisco. I'm a voter, and I'm honored to speak on behalf of Jenny Perez. Uh, She's a dear friend of of mine for over a decade and has been an exceptional advocate for veterans. In our friendship, I witnessed Jenny's unwavering commitment to supporting veterans. She's not just a spokesperson, uh, but someone who lives and breathes the cause. What sets her apart is her ability to bridge the gap between Uh, veterans and civilians. Through her advocacy, she creates understanding and strong community. Uh, As Jenny takes on the role of commissioner, her passion, integrity, and ability to connect will undoubtedly make a lasting impact. So please join me in supporting Jenny on this important journey. Let's ensure that our veterans have a dedicated and empathetic voice. Thank you, commissioners.
21: Good morning, ladies and gents. Uh, I'm here to show my support for Jenny Perez. Uh, I've known her a little less than a year. But in that time frame, uh, she's shown her commitment, her passion for helping others, especially veterans. I can say on personal experience, she's helped me tremendously uh, with information and pretty much everything my girlfriend and I have needed. Uh, If there's someone that I would love to see in, in with you guys in the commission it would be Jenny Perez. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Uh,
25: Good morning, supervisors. Uh, My name is Brian Kwan. I am an Outer Richmond resident. I actually live relatively close to the VA hospital out there and that is why I wanted to come out here today and support some of the people that I've gotten to know in the veterans community and some of the community work they've done. And so I want to support Prince, Daria, Jenny, John, Chris Scott, Mitch, and Hanley, who is a good friend of mine, um, because I've seen a lot of the good community work they've done, not only for the veterans, but within like the Lions community and a few other uh, cultural community spaces as they try to bridge the gap uh, between normal civilian life and what it means to served this country and and are now recognized as veterans, and they're the ones that I have seen put in the time and energy and work to really help the community in terms of housing, resources, mental health, and I believe they will do a great job on this commission. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Please.
30: Hello. My name's Trevor Dungan, uh, Navy veteran, uh, disabled, formerly homeless. Uh, I was homeless when I started at City College, and that's where I met James Boatman. He wasn't the first person I met, but he was the first person who made it a point to connect me with healthcare, housing, education, all the things that I didn't know uh, I was entitled to as a vet. Um, I saw him personally do that for hundreds of other students veterans in one way or another. I saw him expand that role as he grew into uh, Swords to Plowshares. He's got a a commitment and a compassion to vets and the veteran community that he doesn't put on the shelf at the end of the day, he lives and breathes it. He gets things done, He, he works for the people by working with the people. And I think this would be exactly the right fit.
0: Thank you so much.
20: All right, so I know you're probably sick of seeing me, uh, but I wanted to have the chance to um, you know, mention, uh, I've, I've worked with uh, Prince Jordan and with Hanley Chan uh, to, on the REITs Across America project um, this year, where we saw uh, basically record-breaking attendance, uh, many people across all different walks of government, um, all the way up through state government, um, The potential future Lieutenant Governor of California was there, uh, you know, showing support, trying to connect with veterans and connect veterans with ROTC people so we can get these military members back into the real life cycle as opposed to just being a part of just the veteran community. Uh, it's a huge problem getting people integrated, you hear a lot of people talking about those stories of like how I lost my voice, how I lost, I almost lost my life, um, how I was re- ready to throw it all the way because you know I lacked community, I lacked benefits, I couldn't get myself back on track once I walked away from life. Very few of us come back. Uh, and are better for it. Uh, many times we carry those scars with us for the rest of our lives. Um, so I wanted to you know, call out uh, especially those, those people. Um, and then also you know, the, the support of uh, Bill Barnacle, he's on the, um, the commission right now, but he stepped back in order to you know, create more space for new people. Uh, Because again, it's about building that life cycle, getting in people that have never considered doing government uh, or governance, um, not being involved in their communities, being fairly insular, and that's how we end up dead. So, you know, I I really wanted to voice my support for for all of those people, for all the new people that are coming out here for the first time. I hope they take the spot. I'm I'm fine stepping back as long as we're, you know, putting in the hands of people that need these things and are going to build that community. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Um, if there's no more public comment, do you?
1: Uh, There does not, if you would like to make public comment, you can approach the podium at this time. There does not appear to be any additional public comment.
0: Um, Seeing none, public comment is closed. Um, Supervisor Walton.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Chair
11: Ronan. And first of all, I just wanna thank all of you who have served, Uh, we really appreciate your service As we stated earlier, it is very difficult when you have a pool of totally qualified candidates and you only have so many seats for appointment. And so we definitely have a difficult task in front of us, but just want to, one, thank all of you for, for stepping up and being willing to serve and just know that there are other ways to be a part of working here in San Francisco and supporting your communities, so we encourage you, if you're someone who is not selected today, to continue uh, to reach out, to be willing to serve, because most certainly uh, there are more opportunities to serve, serve your city and, of course, to serve your constituencies. But I want to thank all of you again as we go through this process of trying to figure out how we're going to choose from a pool of entirely all qualified candidates. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. I have been like it's like a puzzle of just trying to figure out how to appoint um, amongst uh, just this incredible group of people. And um, before I I make a motion, um, gosh, I just want to uh, tell you how uh, much gratitude I have towards each and every one of you. I mean, not only did you risk your lives uh, in service of this country, uh, but you came back and often weren't treated the way that you should have been by the same country that you risked your life for. Um, and what I see in all of you is um, that you, you stand up for each other. And uh, when uh, the government fails to provide basic needs like housing, like mental health care or physical health care, um, any type of support because of uh, the extreme trauma that uh, you faced when serving abroad um, because of uh, the sacrifices you've made. It it really just completely overwhelms me. because you are all uh, just absolute and utter heroes. And what often happens is um, when the government fails uh, to provide for the basic needs of our residents, it's the same community um, that often has very little uh, that steps up and provides uh, for one another. So I just um, have to say how moved that I am. Uh, by you, by you all, and by your presentations today, uh, I would appoint each and every one of you if I could. Um, and I am really struggling with this one uh, quite, quite profoundly. So, if I uh, do not recommend you for appointment today, uh, please don't take it as anything other than just trying to fit amazing people in a few seats. Um, and like I said earlier, um, please, please look at other opportunities because even though I know that this is your area of expertise, um, you stand up for each other and for this country already in every way. So there's no question that you would be uh, incredible assets to other bodies in the city as well. So. With that, um, I'm going to do the impossible and make a motion to recommend Jenny Perez for seat one, Deborah Dakmas for seat two, John Bryson Weber for seat three, Jason Chittabong for seat four, Hanley Chan for seat five, Prince Kelly Jordan for seat six, James Boatman for seat seven, and Daira Kutav. Via for seat
1: eight. My apologies, I, I missed some of them. Okay, um,
0: I can, should I start from the beginning or? Uh,
1: I have, my apologies, I have uh, Jenny Perez, seat one, Deborah Dumac- Dukumis for seat two, John Weber for seat three, and who did you have listed for seat four?
0: Jason Chittavam for Let seat four. Let me find four. his name, I'm. Hanley Chan for Hold seat on
1: one moment, it's just I'm not.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem.
25: Okay,
1: we have um, Jason Chittavan for seat four. And who did you have listed for seat five? Hanley
0: Chan for seat Han- five.
1: Hanley Chan, seat five.
0: Prince Kelly Jordan for seat six.
1: Prince Kelly Jordan, seat six.
0: James Boatman for seat seven.
1: James Boatman, seat seven
0: and Daira Kutavaya for seat
1: eight. I'm looking for the name on my list. Uh, Could you repeat that name again, please?
0: Yes, Daira Kutavaya. Oh yes, I see it now.
1: Okay. Back to the top of the list. Yes. One, just double checking quickly. Make sure I have everything listed. Okay, I, I have that. I have uh, Jenny Perez, seat one, Deborah Kumis for seat two, John Reisenberger for, S- Weisen Weber for seat three, Jason Chitavan for seat four, Hanley Chan for seat five, Prince Kelly Jordan for seat six, James Boatman for seat seven, and Daya Kudovaya for seat eight. My apologies if I mispronounce any names. Yes. On that motion, uh, Vice Chair Walton. Aye. Walton, aye. Supervisor Safai. Safai absent. Chair Ronan. Aye. Ronan, aye. The motion passes without objection with Supervisor Safai being absent.
0: Motion passes. Thanks again so much to everyone. Thank you. Mr. Clerk, can you please read item number three?
1: Yes. Item number three is an ordinance amending the Administrative Code to clarify the controller's audit and monitoring responsibility with respect to nonprofit organization contracting with the city, directing the controller to establish measurable performance goals for contracts with nonprofit organizations, directing the controller to periodically review and, as necessary, revise policies regarding contractors' compliance with city requirements and requiring the controllers to perform an annual review of department compliance with policies for auditing and monitoring nonprofit organizations.
0: Thank you so much and I, I believe it, re- thank you so much, sorry,
31: <laughs> thank you. I believe it
0: represent. oh, hello. <laughs>
31: good morning. <laughs> good morning, um, Good morning, Chair Ronan and Vice Chair Walton, Dominica Donovan, Chief of Staff for Supervisor Catherine Stephanie. Unfortunately a conflict arose and she regrets that she is not here this morning to present on this item. As you may remember, Supervisor Stephanie introduced this ordinance last fall and the item before you is before you again today as it was sent back to committee in December of last year by Supervisor Stephanie after receiving a letter from a group of smaller nonprofits including the Asian and Pacific Islander Council, Black Wall Street, Mega Black, the Latino Task Force SALT, and the San Francisco Latino Parity and Equity Coalition requesting additional time for discussion and input specifically to discuss concerns related to mutual accountability between the city and contractors, the proposed auditing requirements, and warranted assurances that collaborative engagement would be prioritized through this work. Since then, we have been working with the group to ensure that equity concerns were addressed and that unintended consequences be accounted for. Supervisor Stephanie has been incredibly appreciative of their time and partnership, and the amendments before you today are a reflection of the meaningful dialogue we have had over the past two months. Briefly, I'll run through those amendments. Supervisor Stephanie and the nonprofits we worked with wanted to ensure that the improvements Sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. (laughs) The improvements to the city's business practices would be informed by community involvement and with a racial equity lens. On page two, line 22, we now reference the definition of racial equity that was first codified by Supervisor Valley Brown when she created the Office of Racial Equity. This is to assure that we have a mutual understanding of what racial equity means as the controller's office engages with the community. We also now clarify in the findings on page three, lines two through five, that consistent with the city's government operations recovery program, this ordinance will promote transparency, efficiency, and equity in the city's contracting processes, fostering a collaborative environment that uplifts all communities and ensures that responsible responsible use of public resources. Through this, Supervisor Stephanie wants to emphasize that nonprofits are partners in this work and deserve a seat at the table as these new rules around performance standards are developed. With respect to engagement and opportunities for input, we clarify on page three, lines 24 through 25, that in the development of performance standards, the controller will issue guidance on how departments will engage contractors. We also clarify on page four, lines 13 and 14, that in development of updated corrective action policy guidelines, that the controller will engage with city departments and that the controller will issue guidance with respect to engaging with city departments and contractors. On page five, line six, we make clear that the controller will, on an annual basis, conduct a review of department compliance with contract monitoring standards. With respect to the new auditing requirement, you'll see on page five, lines 17 and 18, that this will now not go into effect until March 31st, 2026 to allow more time to prepare and adjust expectations on the part of nonprofits. And most importantly, we have added a new subsection F, which begins on page five, line 23. This new subsection requires that the controller engage in a public rulemaking process for this ordinance. They will be required to publish any new policies and standards and will need to provide the public with an opportunity for review and comment. This will be incredibly important as The nonprofits we worked with had concerns around how the waiver language for audits would be developed. Additionally, on page six, lines three through eight, the controller's office will be required to engage with organizations regardless of size with a focus on fostering the growth of new, smaller institutions, reflecting the experiences of historically underserved communities including, but not limited to, African-American communities, Asian-American communities, Disabled communities, Latinx communities, LGBTQIA plus communities, Native American communities, Pacific Islander communities, and women. Through the ordinance, we also pushed out the compliance date to be November of this year rather than September to allow time for additional outreach. We have also been assured by Deputy City Attorney Ann Pearson that these amendments are not substantive. Supervisor Stephanie believes that these amendments have strengthened this measure considerably and she's incredibly grateful for everyone who came together to work on these amendments and is very much looking forward to continuing in this work. She also asked that I make sure to share on the record that we have asked to meet with our new controller, Greg Widener, and the nonprofits we worked with on these amendments in the next month to discuss implementation and next steps in the event that this passes. Uh, Laura Marshall with the controller's office is here for any questions as well. So thank you very much for your consideration.
0: Thank you so much. And, and the amendments haven't been passed yet, right? We need to pass them here.
31: No, yet. we're asking you to. Perfect. For one Just of you to, move to, them. to make,
0: make thank clear. You. Thank you so much. Supervisor Safai.
32: Did, did we get a copy of those amendments?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I uh, emailed them out to everybody uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. I didn't see them in the file. Um, okay. Well, I know you went over
32: and read them into the record. I just wanted a copy myself.
0: I ha- would you like to see the copy? I have it.
32: Okay. So I just want to say I appreciate uh, Supervisor Stephanie for taking the time. I'm um, a co-sponsor of this legislation. I think it's extremely important. Uh, we did something very similar with Proposition C um, with oversight and accountability and auditing of services within the Department of Homeless Sportive Housing. Housing. Um, received a letter from Lucia Obregón on behalf of the six coalitions, API Council, Black Wall Street, Latino Task Force, Mega Black, South Pacific Islander, and SF Latino Parity and Equity Coalition, um, saying that they appreciated the work with Supervisor Stephanie and look forward to working on trailing legislation. I'm happy to be a part of that process and happy to see that we did this the right way and I think, just want to underscore that there's a lot of people in the city right now trying to score political points and move things faster than they should be done and I really appreciate Supervisor Stephanie slowing down and listening to those that would be most impacted by many of these uh, measures and taking into consideration some of their thoughts and concerns so I'm happy to be a co-sponsor and appreciate uh, the work that's being done and again at the end of the day when we work with nonprofits in the city we're providing in almost 90 plus percent of the time we're providing tremendous services that the city cannot do on its own so we need the help of really strong good nonprofit partners and those that really know the community and are reflective of the community and the diversity of the community and so i think that that's really important to highlight and uplift that that we have a lot of really wonderful organizations, so don't want to get lost in the conversation that there's a lot of good work being done that would not otherwise be done uh, without the hard work of those organizations. So having a little bit of light shown on finances, the accountability, I think it's a good thing for everyone. We just want to make sure we have the right infrastructure in place to support those uh, organizations that don't necessarily have the resources at all times to. F- you know, to do all the filing and so on. So anyway, appreciate it. Thank you very much and I'm happy to be a co-sponsor.
0: Thank you. Supervisor Welton.
11: Thank you, Chair Ronan. And just again want to reiterate, as I stated, when we went through the process the first time, we've always had monitoring for our nonprofits in place through the controller's office. Uh, In fact, the controller worked very hard to put a joint monitoring program in place so that all of our city departments who had organizations that they were funded and they were receiving resources from different departments that would all go and do a joint monitoring process uh, and check on the the fiscal health, the administrative health, the programmatic health. So the monitoring has always existed. and I want to thank uh, Supervisor Stephanie and Safai for working to make sure that we improve upon that, but at the same time making sure that we do this from an equitable lens and making sure that we're not penalizing organizations that are doing great work in our community because like Supervisor safai stated, our nonprofits are a big part of our service system here in San Francisco and they do great work. And so just wanna make sure that everything that we do to hold our organizations accountable, to hold the city accountable is done in an equitable manner. And just appreciate Supervisor Stephanie taking the time to meet with the coalitions and working with our organization and just excited to hear that the work will continue and excited to also know that conversations with the new controller are beginning to happen because we have a lot of work to do and making sure that the work being done uh, is, is done in a manner that improves outcomes for the communities that we serve is important. So thank
31: you.
0: Thank you so much. Um, I also wanted to thank uh, Supervisor Stephanie's office for working with uh, nonprofits to uh, improve this legislation. I, I would like to add myself as a co-sponsor to it. I, am, uh, I think it's at, at a place where it's really going to help us identify uh, nonprofits that are having troubles. And um, unfortunately in the past, uh, this Board of Supervisors is only notified at the very last minute when things have gotten to such a degree that we either have to bail out the nonprofit or it'll close down. And that, and that doesn't make sense. We need to know uh, sooner rather than later and really and really partner to, to help because as both of my colleagues have said, we rely so heavily on nonprofit organizations to beat the, meet the basic needs of so many struggling San Franciscans that um, this really is a partnership. and and we, we need to know what's going on a lot earlier in the process. So thank you so much uh, for bringing this forward. And with that, I wanted to open up this item for a public comment.
1: Uh, yes, members of the public who wish to speak on this item, shall I to speak at this time? Each speaker will be allowed two minutes.
33: Good morning, Supervisors. Debbie Lerman from the San Francisco Human Services Network. I want to say again that we support this legislation. We appreciate the amendments, especially provisions that will increase outreach and nonprofit engagement in rulemaking and provisions to make it easier for small and diverse CBOs to comply. And we thank Supervisor Stephanie and the nonprofits that raised those concerns for working together to address them. We we believe that the vast majority of our nonprofits hold themselves to high standards and ethical values, and um, we support accountability measures that are meaningful, consistent, efficient, and sensible. By adopting these meaningful and cost-effective accountability tools, along with corrective action plans that include training and technical assistance, we can work together To achieve balanced reforms that ensure effective and efficient service delivery. We do want to keep in mind that accountability measures must also include adequate funding for overhead and salaries and the elimination of any unnecessary or duplicative burdens so that nonprofits can devote maximum resources to their mission and services. We hope this legislation is only the beginning of a conversation that also looks at how to make it easier for nonprofits to do business with the city as we have looked at with other types of business. We thank you for your support today. Thank you for your praise for the nonprofit sector's work today. That really means a lot to us. Thank you so much.
0: Um, Should we?
1: Uh, there, There are no additional public commenters.
0: Public comment is now closed. I'd like to make a motion to accept the amendments and send the amended item to the full board with positive recommendation.
1: Uh, Yes, on the motion to uh, amend and recommend as amended. Vice Chair Walton. Aye. Aye. Walton, aye. Supervisor Safai. Aye. Safai, aye. Chair Ronan. Aye. Ronan, aye. The motion passes without objection. I just wanted to confirm that uh, Chair Ronan has been added as a co-sponsor to this matter.
0: Thank you, and uh, that item passes unanimously. Thanks so much, Mr. Clerk. Do we have any other items on the agenda?
1: That completes the agenda for today.
0: The meeting is adjourned.